people, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show. Oh, I'm bringing to you this evening something very, very interesting. Now, guys, I talked to you guys about, of course, the David Morrow, uh, David Morrow podcast just yesterday, but, man, I'm smiling here today, guys, because, oh my god, you know, you know what, I've talked a lot on my podcast about my family and stuff, and my mom, my father, all that good, you know, all that crazy stuff, you know what, so, for some reason, I'm like, okay, I just want to go check on the, you know, the health of my family, because regardless of how much we've grown apart, because I need it in order for me to become the amazing human being I'm set out to become, I needed to distance myself from them, right, and so that's why I came to Thailand, that's why I went to Australia, because, you know, my family's just going to follow that circle of life, just as every, I don't, I, I don't, I don't really know, but the thing is, they were just so negative, they were so angry, so I said, you know what, I'm getting away from these folks, so, I told you guys that I saw, I po- I don't think I told you, but uh, I told one of my friends that I possibly saw my brother playing for the Vegas Golden Knights, that's the NHL hockey team, okay, and he's actually playing on their drum line, basically he's playing like the snare drum, so of course it was confirmed because I was actually looking through one of my, um, uh, looking through my sister's page, and there he was, playing for Golden Knights, very proud of him, very happy for him, Uh, and at the same time, of course, he wants to see me fail, but you know what, I just love it, because at the same time, he wants to see me fail, a lot of Thai women do too. Hell, a lot of Asian people do, and a lot of people all around the world want to see me fail. But that's just a bunch of beautiful fuel and motivation for me to even become better. But that's why I cut him off two years ago. Guys, to be honest with you, something really weird occurred. I came across my father's profile again. 17 years I haven't spoken to him. And he has my mother on his page. And I'm like, wait, my mother hates his guts. So why is she on his Facebook and then I went through, of course, I, I don't know, a lot of things just, do, my, my mom hates this guy, oh, of course, because he stole like $10,000, and he owes us like 50000 in child support, that's why my mother hates him so much, and it makes sense. But at the same time, I was uh, looking into a couple of other things, and I saw my father's side of the family. So I went on my sister's page, and this lady named by, by the name of Diane Reynolds, she got in contact with me. And I didn't know who she was, she was she, and, but she told me, she was like, I am the sister of Butch. Butch is what they used to call my father back in Mississippi. Um, now, my father's name is Willie, but they call him Butch back, back home, wherever he's from, somewhere in Mississippi. And so she added me like two years ago, and I remember that was the last time I tried sending my mother a voice message uh, two years ago on Facebook. Because she completely disregarded it and gave me like a like, a like button. And that's the last time I ever told myself I would ever speak to my mother because that was just, oh my God, so many different things. But you know what? How am I going to just, let, let, let me wrap this up. So there was this girl by the name of Sabrina Buck. She had the same last name as me. Of course, she's African-American and she lives out there in Mississippi. I'm like, that must be another one of my father's sisters or whatnot. And it's funny because they've, what, the beautiful thing about social media that, is that all of our family, we were eight, well, I guess you could say, quote-unquote, family, <laughs> for, for me, right? And all of my family got together, and they were able to find each other. And I'm very, very happy because, of course, my father's side of the family, which I do still deem of, deem as just complete effing losers. I mean, a long story, guys, of course. I've talked about my family, and I'm very open about this because I'm not scared to talk about my family. I'm not. 
Because I have no vulnerabilities. I have nothing to hide. I'm not ashamed of anything. Guys, I was actually looking at my brother and looking at the representation of him. And if I had brought him here to Thailand, I was just looking at so many different things in like retrospect. Basically things that, you know, what if the the if, the big if, what if this happened? Or what if you started talking to them? Or, you know, what if you went back to America? Or what if you went back to Las Vegas and you saw these people and... They were just and you, the best thing that I saw, though. I'm gonna be honest with you. Is my nephew? I could, I honestly, like, what is it? Six, five years ago, he was a complete douche at the age of what seven, I think. He didn't want to say bye. He was a. I did not. I just strongly disliked him. Now he's 12 years old. He's much taller, and he's much older now. And it's good to see that he is healthy. I'm very, very happy of my nephew. And then there goes my sister posting a photo on her Facebook. You know, uh, basically, she's like, oh, my son got to meet his grandfather. And I'm like, you you brought your son to meet a drug addict who owes mom $10,000? I don't understand. You know, it's very, very confusing. Now, of course, they would say, well, no, well, that was the pat." Listen, you can't just add someone on Facebook and say, hey, yeah, you know, I took all this from you guys, but you know what, we're... You know what? I'm still your father. You still got to respect me. <laughs> oh, man. You guys know the story now. So, you know what? While I was looking at these pictures, and I'm very, very happy for them. No jealousy or whatnot. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, every last one of you, I promise you, please, 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 please do not change. Because those smiles and them just completely ignore me and me being the outcast of that family, which I actually have all intentions of on doing, is what I want to culminate into what, listen guys, I just got, I'm now a mentor and I'm an educator, I'm a coach now, okay? Yes, I'm still teaching English just a little bit, I'm still a teacher just a little bit, but now I'm a teacher of life. I just recorded a whole bunch of videos at my new job, and now I'm getting my visa, I'm getting this and that, and guys, everything I've ever wanted is here. My dream job has arrived five to ten years earlier, and so I actually, I'm just looking back on all the hardships and all the things I've ever had in my life, and you know what's going to feel so good? Oh, God, I know, I know, you guys are like, God damn it, you blew my goddamn ears out again, Arsenio. It's the fact that when I get there, and when I do my TED, and I'm meeting these people all around the world, and I'm going on these journeys, oh, I just want to be there, I I just want to see their faces, because everyone is still in Las Vegas, everyone's still going out, everyone's still... Well, you know, I mean, just by looking at the pictures, well, it's America. Everyone's very, very overweight, but my fan, no, they just don't care about their weight. I just, you, you guys understand now. If I had the ability to rate my mother's will of life, which I basically just did today in terms of my will of life, if I had the ability to just say, okay, my mom's will of life, career, probably three. And of course, a lot of you would be like, oh, that's disrespectful. Well, maybe your mom. Well, listen, guys, my mom has never had a paying job over $14 an hour in her entire life. Okay, period. Maybe when she worked at the California Hotel in the early 90s. But I'm just saying, you don't want to. Sometimes you have to look at the footsteps in terms of what your parents have done and you want to avoid that. You know what I mean? 
So if I look at the will of life and everything, they, they're completely neglecting their health. They're completely neglecting uh, their personal development. They're completely neglecting everything. And this is why I needed to separate myself from my family. And you know what? I'm not uh, everything that I'm achieving right now and life is just euphoric beyond comprehension. Everything I'm achieving right now, it's it's not to get back at them. It's not. And you know what the really scary and harsh reality is? A lot of people might start listening to this within a one or two year period. This might have 10, 30,000, 50,000 plays and stuff like that. And you guys will be like, hey, I get it. I understand. I was in that same position. And so today I'm just, I'm just grateful enough to just be here and just say to myself, I made the best decision in the world to get away from my family. Because if I hadn't gotten, gotten away from them, I would have been in that same misery. Now, all those smiles and everything you see on social media is kind of like what Gary Vee says. It's all a cover-up from what is really lying underneath their skin. My father... I still remember when my mom, she said she got us back in 1999. She said, when I got you kids back, you guys were beyond skinny. I was really scared. And you know what? I remember days that I went to bed hungry with my father. And yet my oldest sister had the audacity to take her son to go see his beyond shitty grandpa. No, no offense. I got, listen, I got no, no disrespect. I'm just saying for, I just don't understand the philosophy. I don't understand the intentions of my family whatsoever. And now you guys understand somewhat of the full story. I mean, well, I'm probably about 5% of the story. Um, but my mother having my father on Facebook, uh, of course, my family doesn't really, you know, they don't really speak to me. My mom actually started liking my photos again on Facebook after, you know, me basically stating the truth on Facebook, saying, hey, you know what? No, I didn't go back to Vegas because, well, I don't have family there. And my mom wasn't too, you know, she wasn't, she didn't take that too lightly. And I'm like, well, I mean, you, mom, I mean, you guys, let's face it. All right. I'm my own family. I'm my own rescue 911. There's no one that's going to come out here and save me. If I lose all my money, I'm going to die. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I just love having that sole responsibility that there is no one out there that's going to help me. It is Arsenio looking himself in the mirror every morning and saying, you are your own rescue. That's the most beautiful thing on the planet. I don't have to go back. I don't, I don't have to do the whole rescue 911. I don't need, uh, what, what is it, a life vest. I don't need a rescue net. It's me and only me. This is what makes my story so powerful. So you know what? I was looking at those pictures. And I put, you know, when I'm actually watching movies and looking at pictures, I put myself in there. And then once I snapped out of it, I was like, <gasps> and you know what? I freaked out and I'm like, oh my God, I just got a beautiful mentor job. I got these beautiful projects. I got these up and coming friends. I got wonderful re- relationship. I got great health. I got so many things in my life. But just imagine if I had stayed there in America. Would I have any of that? So it's really interesting to really put your life into perspective. This is what I'm telling you guys. So what can you guys take from this podcast? Really put your life into perspective. Really just ask yourself. Ask yourself and just say, you know what? If I make this decision right now to break away from these people who I believe are complete losers, it doesn't matter if it's your friends, family, I don't give a damn. 
will I be able to attain the amount of success that I am set out to attain, that I really want to attain? If you could just ask yourself that question, if you start asking the right questions, you will get the right answers. And I just, from this day, I don't think I have, I don't have any regrets in my life. If someone says, what's the biggest regret you have? Biggest regret that I have is, um, is that anything from childhood? No. Grades, I'm very, very happy that all of that went perfectly fine. Uh, with my best friend, apartment back in Las Vegas, uh, Australia. You know what? Probably, to be honest with you, the only regret I have is not living the real Australian dream. That's probably the only regret I have to this day. And you know what? And I'd say that because I, I'm glad I actually left Australia because now I'm here in Thailand five years later. But if I stayed in Australia and if or if I live with Australians, not Colombians, not I love you folks out there in Bogota. I see you guys listening to me. I love you guys. My folks out there in Port Louis, Mauritius. I love you guys. But the ones in Australia, they were just the ones that I was around. That's all I'm taking them for. They had this nationality, but individuals and individual lies, they were not cool people. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And the Colombians were actually really cool, but they were just completely robbing me. I was a goddamn fool not getting out of there. But anyways, anyways, focus. And actually, what the girl that I actually stayed with, she is from Bogota. And I wouldn't be surprised. No, she's actually still in Australia. But I wonder who it is in Bogota listening to me. Shout out to my folks out there in Bogota. But guys, I j- the only regret I have is not living and being myself in Australia. I should have just let all my personality hang out there just as I do here in Thailand. When I'm on the Sky Train, when I'm running, when I'm doing this, I'm screaming. I'm like, come on, baby, let's go! I'm screaming at myself. People are looking at me like, oh my god, you're crazy. Oh my god, oh my god, yes. You can call me whatever you want. You've called me a goddamn monkey swinging from a tree. You've called me, hey, Blackie, get out of here. I've actually heard that on a funny comedian video. (laughs) It's so horrible. What's her name? Wanda Sykes or something like that? Funny as hell. Oh my god. Anyways, um, god. In terms of my family, in terms of everything I've been through, in terms of the podcast that I just talked about yesterday and basically my will of life today and now you guys listening to this, what a journey. What a journey. Boy, I am so grateful for this journey. I really, really am. Because you know what? David Morrill, he went through all that. He went through absolute hell. 40 years old, his father left him and everything. And you know what? I was talking to him on Skype and stuff like that. And he was in a beyond beautiful house. I mean, that house was just scintillating. He's like, yeah, the guy over here is just right over the lake. And he was just so content. And his laugh was just, it emanated. And it it, and it was just contagious. You know what I mean? So when it's all said and done, I mean, when I get this trifecta, I'm going to do a Facebook Live video, and I'm going to say, man, guys, this is everything I've ever endured. Father leaving me, family shunning me, people here in Thailand say this, that all of this is going to be taken out on one course, and it's going to be that battle. Just as what Dave, the battles Dave had going up those mountains. And so when I become this mentor and the money, everything, all that's going to come... Guess who's going to try coming back into my life? Guess who's going to want a piece of the pie? And I'm going to say, you know what? 2013 was the last time I had a legitimate conversation with you. Mom, I haven't spoken to you on voice in about seven, eight years. What's up with that? 
my father, I'm just going to laugh at him. If he even tries saying anything, I'm like, yeah, c- come on, come on, stop. Uh, and my brother, no way, no way, because I actually took him off all my social media. He is a very angry individual. And if he ever comes back, I will, I will. And I on, honestly, I will. I'll say, well, how do you like me now? Looks like younger brother will always be on the tap. Will always be on the top, huh? I mean, it'll burn, but he needs to hear that. Because the thing is, once he hears that, maybe he'll just reframe and rewire his mind to say, you know what, it's not about my brother being more successful than me. It's about me getting my shit together. So I do wish my family all the best. And what I'm doing right now, I was looking at my family, what they wear, what they're doing, and I'm just looking at me. You know what's crazy? I was looking at the pictures of my family and everything. And then I was looking at my closet. And so I looked back at the pictures, and you know, they're wearing these baggy clothes, and this and that, you know, it's just, if you be like, wait, Arsenio, are you sure that's your family? There's no way. I'm like, yeah, that's apparently my family, yeah, and I have no shame for it. They were exactly all the individuals they needed to be, and I'm very, very happy for them. And if they're happy, oh, by all means. But then when I looked at my, my wardrobe right now, and I got all these damn suits, and I have all these slacks and shirts and vests and ties... And I look back at my the picture, and I'm like, man, I don't think any of my family even owns a tie. That's, that's, I don't know what that is. Like, what happened? Whoa. What, what, where was the change? And this is probably what I'm going to be talking about in my books and, and different podcasts and different shows. And hell, even a live TV show or a live this show or a lot of different things in the next 10, you know, decade. Because it is remarkable to see them. And then to see me, if you saw my family in a picture and then you saw me, you'd be like, no, that's not your family. No way. No, no, no. That's a good joke, Arsenio. Good joke. Not your family. Thanks, though. Thanks. That was really funny. Really funny. A lot of people would say that. A lot of people would do that. So let's see what ultimately ends up occurring this year. Uh, I'm very, very grateful for just about everything. I'm grateful for all of you. Who continue to listen to me out there. So guys, just a little bit of a story about a little family going down memory lane, seeing a you know, some people. Luckily everyone's still healthy. They look they look happy. Of course, social media tells a different story than what the re- reality is. But as long as everyone still has their health, I'm happy. That's all that matters. But I think the real the true meaning behind this is when did I make that conscious decision to just be a completely different person? Now that is remarkable. This is your host Arsenio as always. Over and out.